The Influencer's Edge is brought to you by the Rapid Sales Accelerator. If you're ready to skyrocket your sales by 30% or more in just 90 days, then you need to claim your free training right now. You'll learn four words that will compel your prospects to trust you like they were children within the first three to five minutes of any conversation across any platform and any medium. You'll learn how to give your prospects objection amnesia to crush objections like I need to talk to my spouse or I need more time to think it over or it's too expensive. And finally, you'll get a free recorded audio training that will install unbelievable attitudes for success and wipe out any limiting beliefs. So if you'd like to claim your free training now, go to www.paulrossbook.com. Do it before your competition does it now. Welcome to the Influencer's Edge. This is the place where you come to get the latest breakthroughs, cutting edge insights, tools, and techniques to leapfrog over the pack in sales, persuasion, and influence. Be sure you visit our website at www.theinfluencersedge.com. And while you're there, subscribe to us via your favorite network. Now sit back, tune in, and enjoy today's episode. All right, welcome back to the Influencers Edge. I am your host, Paul Ross, master of neurolinguistic programming, hypnotic influence, and all that other cool stuff that you tune in for. Well, today our guest is Karen. Help me pronunciate your last name, Yanko. Karen Yankovic. Yeah. Not Yankovic, like Weird Al. <laughs> no, no, nope. no. Someday, though, I'm going to meet up with him because, you know, it's a conversation. Don't we both wish we had his money? So we're going to be talking, you're the CEO of Uplevel Media, and we and you're a speaker, business strategist, and you specialize in LinkedIn. Before we jump into that, and we will, and I'm going to tell you my own personal challenges with LinkedIn. I would love to hear them. My hatred of some of the things that have been done <laughs> to me or for me on LinkedIn, et cetera, et cetera. But first and foremost, you are also the host of a podcast, Good Girls yeah. Get Rich. Yes. So I'm going to start with that. Okay. What the hell does that mean? Good girls get rich. You know what it means? So I believe that women need to do a better job of leaning into what they love to do. You know, we do things like, oh, I can't sell my lasagna because everybody knows how to cook, right? I want you to, if you love making lasagna, I want you to use lasagna as your vehicle to build wealth. And instead of doing all the things you think you need to be doing. So, so my podcast hopefully inspires women to lean, to, to show up and lean into their expertise and show up in a, in a confident way. Um, I just want there to be more wealthy women in the world. I want to take a bite out of the gender wage gap. And, and I hope that my podcast helps more women think bigger. But what do you mean by good? I think clever people and ambitious people and driven people get rich. Well, I'm going to well, get up, but I, I want to find. See, I mean, it looks listen. Well, it is a little, it is, a, you know, it is a little bit of a, I can't think of what, what do you call it right now when all the letters are evil uh, or the same. But it, what's alliteration. that? Alliteration. alliteration, yes. It is a little bit of an alliteration, a little bit of a marketing alliteration. But when you spent, when you build a business around what you are good at, that's when the abundance comes into your life. That's when you're, that's when you're not, you're not struggling as much. You are not 
stressed as much because you're building a business around doing what you're good at. And, you know, I want it to be easy. It can be easy. Um, and it's easy when we focus on what we're good at and stop worrying about what we don't know how to do. All right. I get you. Let's dive into LinkedIn okay. and because this is your jam. This is what you teach your clients and what you speak about is making money, sales, whatever you want to call it, using LinkedIn. But I just want to share with you my own experience with LinkedIn. Please. I, it must be bots or software or something because I have I get so many messages. Hey, I read your profile. So interesting what you do. Would love to talk to you and set up a blah, blah, blah. And it's just sickening and i had i spent tons of money on a service that purportedly customized messages but i didn't get a single lead from that so let's make a distinction you're not this is not the kind of thing you're talking about it is the complete opposite of that so let's talk about and let's let's talk about at least three of the different ways that you suggest people use linkedin Mm -hmm. to monetize their business yeah, yeah. Well, to tie to tie to start with, to tie it into the podcast a little bit, the first thing you need to do on LinkedIn is show up like you're worthy of people's time, right? So you have to have a profile and a presence that positions you as if your peers, the most influential people in your industry. And you know, you many people create a LinkedIn profile like it's their online resume. I want your profile to be more about your brand. Your resume is all about who you used to be. I want your LinkedIn profile to be positioning you for the person you're stepping into, the person you're becoming, the person you want to be seen as. So assuming that that's all kind of done, right? You know, then what it comes down to is building authentic relationships. You know, I, I look at LinkedIn, there's three different types of relationships that I build on LinkedIn and that I teach my clients how to build on LinkedIn. Obviously, let's not overlook the people that want to buy your stuff, right? If somebody wants to give you their credit card, we want to have that conversation. But that's not really the way the way that I lead. I don't lead with that. I want it to be a more magnetic approach. And the way we do that is the second two categories. The second category being who like joint JV partners, you know, who else has an audience of people that might be interested in what you do and building relationships with them because then those conversations then the message you're getting from them on linkedin is hey you know i just saw you have a facebook group that speaks to this type of audience i also serve that type of audience i'd love to have a conversation and see if there's a way to collaborate right and then when you get on the phone with them it's here's what i do who do you know not here's what i do give me your credit card right Right. so that second category starts to build your magnetic marketing approach on LinkedIn. Because now, you know, I got a, I got a client just this week who watched a replay of something I did in somebody else's Facebook group a year ago. Right. And she sent me a message and said, this was great. I know I need to know more. Right. So that I got to borrow the credibility of the people who brought me in. Right. And she, she reached out and she was already a fan. Right. What do As you do if I could? If yes. I could. Pause you because I love doing these kind of interviews. What do you do with a client who is just boring, bland, generic, and doesn't really have an exciting brand? Do you help them build that? I mean, we do help them build it. Yeah. I mean, you know, here's the thing, Paul. I'm not really, I'm not the person that helps you get a hundred people at a hundred dollars in your membership. I'm the person that helps you get one $10,000 consulting client after another. Right. Like I want to, I call it like flipping the funnel. So I don't care how boring you are. If you're smart, 
I can I can help you. I can throw you into a phone booth, have you come out looking like Superwoman or Superman and help you get that one client. And then now you know how to do it. So you can get the next one and the next one. Right. So so, you know, obviously there are some people that it's harder to to whip into a beautiful brand than others. But then we might lean into some of their personal stuff, right? Not and when I say that, I don't mean person like like really personal stuff, but maybe you are, you know, maybe you race sailboats, right? And we can talk a little bit about that and tie that into what you do, right? So so there's ways that we can create the brand of you, having you showing up like your peers with the most influential people in your industry, um, regardless of your personality. I think that's a real talent. And a rare one that you can do that and keep people authentic and at the same time make it exciting because uh, everyone has something that they're passionate about that's uniquely interested interesting to them that they can share that they can educate that they can teach that they can use to improve other people's lives whether that person becomes their customer or not so it's a talent right. of yours and a rare one that you can bring that out in people not just show them the technical side of LinkedIn. So I congratulate you on having that ability. It's- well, and it's not always just about them. Remember, nobody really cares about you. They care about what you can do for them, right? Mm-hmm. So if you bring to the table something that really provides transformation to whoever it is you're looking to connect with, that's pretty exciting, right? I don't really care if you know yeah. Word or Excel, but yeah. you know, I mean, I use the example a lot of a, um, a financial planner, right? Not necessarily always the most interesting people in the world, right? They count beans. Um, so how do you how do you coordinate that? But if you tell me that your your niche is helping women over fifty create enough wealth to retire at sixty, you're now be, you're now really interesting to me, right? I don't yeah. really care how many letters you have after your name. Yeah. So it's really about looking at what the transformation is they provide, and and here's the thing, Paul. Like my podcast is called Good Girls Get Rich. My programs are called She's Linked Up. I have. I would say my I have more private clients that are men than I have women. So even when you lean into a niche like that, it doesn't mean you can't serve other people. It just means that's what you're leading with. I don't really care what your body parts are, or how you identify. I just think women need to feel more included. So I market to that audience. But that I get a lot of business from people that don't identify as a woman. Sounds good to me. As long as you're helping me serve and make money i i will identify as anything to, to <laughs> right to same here Let, let's talk about linkedin groups because well, i, can I like- just get to the third category and then yes, we can move please. to linkedin groups yes, the please. third category and this is one that so many people overlook are is the media who are the journalists that write about what you do and are you building relationships with them i don't really care well i shouldn't say that but like when you're sharing articles from somebody like maybe there's an article for me, maybe it's about the gender wage gap or something. I also want to connect with who wrote that article because the next time she's writing an article about that, I want to make sure she knows me and she uses me as a source in her article, right? Podcast hosts, um, TV hosts, magazine hosts, you know, who are the people that write about what you do? I live in the New York City area. I go to all the online magazines every now and then, and I throw the word LinkedIn in the search bar to see who's writing about LinkedIn. And then I want to make sure I connect with those people on LinkedIn. So the next time they're writing an article about that, they know me. Again, it's that magnetic marketing. And what that does is it gives you credibility. We live in a world that, you know, we hear about the gen, the, um, 
the great resignation, the great reshuffling, whatever. We, we live, people are not starting a job when they're 18 and retiring when they're 65 anymore. So when you're change, when you're shifting your career, sometimes we need to build a little extra credibility. And even though you might've been doing that job for years, you didn't do it as a consultant, right? So if you're using LinkedIn to build relationships with journalists and getting media hits, that's giving you the credibility you need to land those 10K contracts. So that's the third category that I wanna see people building relationships with on LinkedIn. I really like that. I really like that. I built another career, which I won't talk about here because it's a separate brand, completely on free publicity. Millions of dollars of free publicity by knowing how, I'm just going to say it, how to connect with and then manipulate the media. If you're not doing that, you're leaving, you know, paid advertising is fine, but manipulating the media for free is really much better idea. Let's well, talk- and you know, t- 10 years ago, or even now, when you pay 10000 or $20,000 a month for a publicist, what you're buying is their Rolodex, right? So build your own. Use LinkedIn and build your own. That's what I did. I put a $500 ad in a magazine uh, that was the Bible at the time of all the radio and TV talk show producers and maybe millions. But this show is not about me. It's about <laughs> you. So let's dive into the proper ways to use LinkedIn groups. Can you give us some tips and strategies and yeah, tactics? Yeah. Uh, Tip number use- one, don't waste a lot of time on LinkedIn groups. Uh-huh. Um, they're just not, I, every single, I mean, every month I think of another way that I'm going to use my group and it just doesn't really pan out. LinkedIn groups, LinkedIn just, just does not do a great job with their groups. And I keep hearing that they're going to put more effort into it. I keep hearing that they're going to make some changes. There are some reasons to have LinkedIn groups, mostly as a group owner, because as a group owner, you can you can cultivate a community. It's not a whole lot you can do with it though, right? You can once a week, you can send out a message to that whole community, which gets in their inbox. So that's kind of cool. Um, but you know, there's just, I have my, I run LinkedIn programs and my communities are on Facebook, which drives me crazy, but I've tried (laughs) moving them to LinkedIn and I can't, my students are, they hire me to learn about LinkedIn and I can't get a LinkedIn group, even with my students and my paid programs. They just don't get the same visibility. You just don't get the same, um, you know, you don't get the same tools and fun things. It's just a, basically it's just a wasteland of content. Um, so it's not, it's not, I mean, there's, I haven't given up on them, but I don't want your, your listeners to think that they should spend a whole lot of time there. Um, because it's just, you know, it's just not going to be, but one, one tip I will give you, if there's, if there's some, if there's a group that's full of people that are in one of those three categories that you really want to connect with, don't be the person going to that group and just dumping content in that group because nobody sees that content, right? Right. Be the person going into that group and commenting on the people's content, because now you're probably the only one doing that. And now you're bringing yourself to the attention of the people that run the group, to the attention of the other people in the group, to the attention of the person who wrote the post in the group that that you wanna get to know, right? So if you're gonna use groups, use it as as a commenter and a sharer rather than a poster. At the very least, hire an assistant, you know, and let them do it and pretend to be you because I don't yeah. want to content. But let's go the into- The challenge with that, Paul, is LinkedIn is so against anybody logging in as you and they have, they will shut you down. And they know listen, I'm to, not the LinkedIn police. I don't care what you do. They but know how to figure that out? They do because they have your IP addresses. Ah, 
and they and they do and they have they have banned people and i just i'm just saying this because i don't want people out there going i listened to karen yankovich and she recommended this and my profile got shut down do what you want but nobody logs into my profile but me not even my assistants because i it's too important to me to risk losing it over something stupid like that you know one of the things about social media in general i found is that there's so many it's almost metastasized and i apologize to people who are suffering with cancer for using that metaphor but it's metastasized into so many different platforms tiktok facebook the messenger there's so many how do you even keep track of them and tiktok i think has like a billion users i don't even know and so strategies and platforms seem to be rapidly changing in terms of relevance and user interaction. What is your advice to people? I know you're about all about LinkedIn and to lay a challenge down at your feet. What's your retort to people who would say, yeah, I love LinkedIn. It's where you meet people who are in business. But on the other hand, you'd be shocked how many business people are also subscribed to TikTok and Instagram and YouTube shorts and the rest of it. So what would you say to that? I like to challenge my Yeah, guests. no, I love this question. Um, here's the thing. I am not asking anybody to spend six hours a week on LinkedIn. I think that my, what I shoot for and what I teach, you know, and you could scale up or down from here, but I'd like to put five calls a week on my calendar for my LinkedIn activity. And if I'm doing this in a micro targeted way, I'm going to get that. It's going to happen pretty simply, right? And and because I've done it in a micro-targeted way, and because I um, did so, I do some research and homework before I do that. I get a high conversion rate on those five right. calls a week. So all I ask is you do that first, <laughs> do that first, and then spend all the time you want on TikTok. But get your five calls booked every week, and it doesn't take a lot of time. I like to refer to it as watering your money tree, right? First, you got to water your money tree. Then you can go off and get all the visibility you want on all these other platforms. And maybe, and I'm sure that there's people getting conversions on these other platforms. Not my area of expertise, so I can't really yeah. comment on it. But I use it because the visibility helps. Because what, what for me, and I don't use TikTok a lot, but I am, you know, right. I'm always messing with this stuff, right? What, what should I, what's, where do I get the best return? Because for me, when people book a call on my calendar and say to me, I'm a podcast listener, and I want to talk to you about getting some help. Those are my best clients. So I want to drive more people to my podcast and I can do, I can do that with some of those other platforms. Me right. Too. So, so I'm not saying don't do those platforms. My ask is that you just do your LinkedIn strategy first, water your money tree, and then go off and see what you need to do on all these other platforms. Now you dropped a gold nugget and you didn't even realize, maybe you do realize you dropped it, but I'm going to pick it up and let's shine it together. You said micro target. What yes. do you mean? I don't know if you've ever read this book. If you haven't, it's made me tons of money. I didn't write it. Called yeah. Yep. Yep. I have it. And yep. Alex from Mozai, he yep. talked about micro niching. Yep. So what do you mean by micro targeting? Is it the same thing? Well, you know, you mentioned in the beginning of this interview that you had a tool and you were using this tool and you had it and you didn't get anything out of it. What a lot of people are doing is they're using these probably unauthorized tools and they're spinning these tools and they're getting hundreds of they're spamming their network and getting hundreds of opportunities. Like I have, I had one client reach out to me. 
and say, I don't know, I got my I got my boss 80 great leads last month with that tool and he didn't can't close any of them. And I'm like, I don't know how great they could be if he didn't close any of them. And you wasted 80, at least 80 half hours of his time. That's a lot of time. I would rather you take that time researching. Like, so for example, I'm a speaker. And one of the things I might to do list for today, I'm speaking at an event in New York City, um, second week of September. And one of my, one thing that's on my to-do list today is to go to the list of speakers at that event and look to see what are those speakers that, are there other speakers at that event that I think would be good for my business in whatever way, shape, or form. And now I'm going to reach out to those speakers and say, hey, we're both speaking at this event. I'd love to connect with you. I'd love to, you know, maybe we'll get to see each other. Maybe we can have coffee, whatever, right? Times that times all the other things you do online, right? Maybe you did a summit. Are you connecting with the podcast hosts of your favorite podcasts? Are you connecting with their guests, right? These are the kinds of things I want you to do. There's never a reason to do cold outreach on LinkedIn. So I want you to think about what is it? Like if you, if I say to you, like, let's craft a 10K offer, And, you know, who are the people you need to have on your calendar so you can sign that contract? Those are the only people I want you to connect with, right? So so getting really clear on who those people are. And, you know, we're going to miss it. We're going to miss the target sometimes, but at least we have a target and we can, you know, we can continue to tweak it until we're hitting our target consistently. Yeah. It's better to be a sharpshooter, a sniper, than to spray spray and pray, right? Pray and spray. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Much better idea. All right. And you know what, Paul? This, what we're talking about here, is good old-fashioned marketing. It's timeless marketing that has worked since the beginning of time, right? Who do I need to talk to to grow my business? This is this, but we have these beautiful tools like LinkedIn to position ourselves and PR to get the credibility. We've got all these beautiful tools that we didn't have 20 years ago um, to help facilitate this timeless marketing. Transparently, and I'll have listeners tuning in. I don't care. This is my show. People can go take an effing hike if they don't like the show. I probably lose listeners, but I gain them by being very frank. My most important listener are the guests that I have on. They're the only important, they're really the most important because those are the ones who I could potentially do joint ventures with or hire or have them hire me as a client. I've had it before. So I think your approach is very, very brilliant. I know people are going to want to stay in the conversation with you because you're sharp and you know what you're talking about. And you have a, what's the word? A very... I'm trying to, I'm struggling to find the words. I haven't had my caffeine all day. You have a skill set that's across the board. It's not just one skill set, which I think makes you unique and quite valuable. So I know people are going to want to stay in the conversation with you. How do they do that? Do you have a free gift or? I do. I do. So we just recently, and it's, it's fair. It's only a couple of weeks old at the time of recording this. We just recently created a quiz that you can check out at linkedinquiz.com. And the reason I did this quiz is because so many people that, listen to me on podcasts and things like that. They think, yeah, but LinkedIn's not for me or yeah, but I don't know where to start. This is going to help you learn where to start. It's going to, you'll take this quiz. It takes a couple minutes and then it'll give you some suggestions based on your answers. You know, you're more analytical, start to do some posts and some outreach like this, or maybe you're more about relating to people and you, you know, do these, it gives you a couple tips to get started on LinkedIn. So it's an easy, it's an easy way 
to kind of take that first step into doing more on LinkedIn because I'm giving you an exact step-by-step -step path to do it based on, there's no one right way to do this. Everybody's got a different approach. So this quiz at linkedinquiz.com will get you there. But whatever you do, don't hire someone for $10,000, $15,000 to do automated outreach for you on LinkedIn because oh, rip off, man, did I get my money burned and they have a great- I know, great but you know, it's really sexy when somebody says, give me some money, I'm going to dump leads in your lap, right? Like, it's a, it's like, sure, here you go. Here's my checkbook. Here's my credit card, right? It just, the- even people that are getting these leads and not converting them think they're good leads because we want the magic wand, right? So there's no magic wand, but it is, it can be simple and it can be easy. You just got to do a little bit. Yeah. Just water your money tree. You have to be a bit of a detective <laughs> and do your detective work and then your homework. Thank you so much for being on the show and we'll see you again on the influencer's edge and we'll see you next time. Bye now. The Influencer's Edge is brought to you by the Rapid Sales Accelerator. If you're ready to skyrocket your sales by 30% or more in just 90 days, then you need to claim your free training right now. You'll learn four words that will compel your prospects to trust you like they were children within the first three to five minutes of any conversation across any platform and any medium. You'll learn how to give your prospects objection amnesia to crush objections like I need to talk to my spouse or I need more time to think it over or it's too expensive. And finally, you'll get a free recorded audio training that will install unbelievable attitudes for success and wipe out any limiting beliefs. So if you'd like to claim your free training now, go to www.paulrossbook.com. Do it before your competition does it now. Thank you for tuning in to the Influencer's Edge, where you get the latest breakthroughs, cutting edge insights, tools, and techniques so you can leapfrog over the pack of sales, influence, and persuasion. Remember to visit our website at www.theinfluencersedge.com to enjoy even more great episodes like this one. We look forward to seeing you again on the Influencers Edge Show.